Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and today we have with us Jay Vachrajani. He's currently working as a manager for DS Group and is also a postgraduate from IIM Ranchi. Hi Jay, thank you for coming and joining us today. Hello, thank you for having me. Okay. So to give just to give a little bit of context to our listeners if you could just quickly walk us through your professional journey so far and what like what motivated you to get into this HR industry and how do you see yourself growing in the coming years? Okay. Okay, so I'll start from the days when I used to choose between maths or biology which was more on basis of hate or like rather than what I actually knew and what I didn't. So I choose maths like most of the Indians do. and got into engineering taking the ordinary route once again was lucky enough to get into general electric which to start off a career is a pretty big thing so i got a posting in production which is manufacturing on the shop floor at near my home place in sanand which is in gujarat so had a decent time the factory was new got to learn a lot of things because it is actually when the factory sets up when it is critical we used to work on a super critical generator which is a very niche sort of a product very few manufacturers all over the world so post the setting of the factory we were also a part of the learning on how the product is actually made so not only myself but my entire team was in a very nascent stage when they were also working on such a product for the first time so shifts began night first seconds all sort of a shift working in day in and day out slowly and steadily over two years the camaraderie between the team also built and so did our knowledge so slowly and steadily the work started streamlining we started working more towards process improvement rather than understanding the process we started coming up with new things that could make the job more efficient faster better then it was almost four years and uh, i was at a crossroads so a probable crossroads because nobody told me to so i had two ways to go about it now the production life that i had seen so i had seen the hardships yeah. to a level that now it was settled so just getting out of the box was something that i had decided so two ways to go about it either i took a switch or i pursued masters which anyways i wanted to so I had targeted institutes in mind while choosing masters and was fortunate enough to get into iim ranchi so now iim ranchi is the first time that has a flagship hr course so there was no clear inclination towards getting into hr but there was no resistance as well so instead of pursuing a general mba in which i might have chosen a majors or minors this was a very specialized course and so i decided to pursue that somewhere during the night shifts you know no hr is there in the office so i only used to be the manager hr supervisor whatever you call of the operators so somewhere people person is something that they use so i was a people person which is a good enough reason to get into hr and that is why i got into one the journey at i am ranchi was probably one of the better ones that i have had because i get to brush up my soft skills a lot so a new jay was entering into i am ranchi probably was more into this taking doing things that were out of the box rather than doing the tried and tested just to fetch a couple of marks more 
so thankfully got people alongside who were also willing to do that so no presentations were ordinary we tried to do something sometimes it worked sometimes it failed miserably but in the end we ended up satisfied that whatever we did was good slowly and steadily the placement seasons began i became a part of the media and public relations cell which is the cell that handles the entire social media and the offline publicity of i am ranchi as a brand so got to learn a lot of things interacting with internal stakeholders external stakeholders also taught me communication that where to speak how much and when so these are things that actually help you and through practice learned rather than through theory was fortunate enough to get into a group like ds group so one of the best parts of ds group is that it gives you a role directly with the top management so my daily interaction is with the senior vice president over here who heads hr and we discuss new strategies new projects that can be done so it is almost towards process improvement or bringing in something that doesn't exist it is never doing the repetitive things so slowly and steadily climbed up the ladders introduced a couple of new things still working on projects like hr transformation digital transformation towards analytics branding so these are things that very very few people actually get to do hands on post their college so post engineering also i got to do a job that was very rare and unique and at present also i'm getting to do job which is pretty rare and unique and the fun fact is in this one and a half years of my journey i have never made a rangoli nor have i been asked to make yeah that is i think one of the biggest perception people have about hr and now you have given me this another question that i really want to ask is that people do have a lot of presumptions about hr like this perception is something that has been there for a while but people who are actually working in the industry knows that this is not true so what do you think that what can you do as a professional to change it at least in your team you know it starts from the scratch yes so see i'll start with a bit of technical aspects of hr so earlier it used to be called as people management and the main role used to be monitor their attendance monitor their salaries you managed people not humans so just like money or machine manpower was a resource that was managed also hr was a cost center where there were only inflows and no outflows slowly and steadily people have started realizing it is also a profit center so if utilized correctly just like every other resource humans can also reap the best of capitals thus matrices like return on human capital like roic it is rohc that is something new that has come up so working with people is much difficult than working with a machine because machine has an sop every machine works in the same way machine follows your orders so there is a thing missing in machines which is emotion so emotional intelligence is something i think that the new age hr should have which is basically balancing between your brain and your heart so by usually tell that hr is the act of balancing between your heart and your brain in order to take a decision so to see myself as a leader or any hr leader for that matter so it is a model that i call a dam model which is dam into the bracket small n just for the pun which is to direct align and motivate you simply need to direct your team there will be situations where the team might not know what direction to take up especially when you are doing new things because unlike making rangoli which is a routine job some strategic decisions might require directions yeah second would be aligning so once they are directed you need to make sure that on the directed path everyone is aligned and is walking alongside you so as a leader you need to play three roles 
so you need to be in the forefront while directing by the side while aligning and the m which is the motivation part so you need to keep the employees motivated to keep walking on that road so you need to be behind your employees and put them in the forefront to motivate them so in my perspective these are the qualities that would make a good hr leader or something that i would want to be so i would want to be the first person any employee is willing to approach no matter their level senior junior or the junior most so amazing i think these are something that i think all of us would come across some at some point or the other and these policies i think would work in you know even in the most inevitable situations so now since it's like you just passed you passed out from i am ranchi and then you got into ds group there could have been a situation which wasn't really you know taught to you or you must not have come across during during your academic journey but now when you are as a manager posed to that situation how did you deal with it like if there could be a one situation that you can take context from and you know and just tell us about that actually i can because the there is a complete contrast in the type of company that i worked previously which was general electric which has there been there from centuries even ds group now is on the verge of completing its 94th year so century in itself but an organization that is globally relevant it has processes and practices that are practiced globally while this is a typical traditional indian organization who believes in keeping employees job safety as a measure of showing your affection towards your employees so the thing is that the dynamics are very different at general electric i had a unit head who was in his 30s so the way he used to think the inputs that he used to take there was a little bit of difference because the system here has some stalwarts who have been in the system since long so being in the system so long there tends to be some sort of a perception regarding how a job is to be done so any person for that matter any graduate entering in such a system should not start questioning so become becoming an iconoclast so you should not start sneering at the traditions okay? the traditions you have been following are wrong this is the way you should go about it you should first take your time to understand why the thing is that it is at present slowly and steadily start adding value or probably take small pieces one at a time and then slowly change so at g since day one i had the scope of changing everything that i had at my disposal but here i first needed to work to establish a credibility Yep. once that credibility was established then the gates to an opportunity opens and then it is up to you how much you would want to explore that playground so the boundaries might be defined but the way you play isn't yeah so some major change is the way in which i used to work so in factory work needed to be done anyhow so it was anyhow jugad is something that we called in the factory so in corporate jugad is something that does not ideally work unless it is a make or break thing Yeah. So you need to convince people. You need buy-in from people. So that is what you learn. And again, here is where the communication skills comes into play. That how much do you need to tell to whom? It is not everything that you need to tell to everyone. And how it is communicated also matters. Yes, I think communication is the key. How much you need to tell and to whom is the mantra for today. So now, since you manage people, and there has been a huge paradigm shift in the way we work today. Like most of us are working from home, then we have to switch to offices. So you know, we have to like spend innumerably number of hours in front of our screens, and this has led to this new phenomenon called the digital exhaustion. 
I'm sure there must be employees who must be complaining to you as a manager, maybe, you know, raising this concern that, okay, they aren't like very okay with working from home because of this concept of, you know, being exhausted in front of your screens and everything. So how do you as a manager deal with such a situation when your team member comes up to you with such a concern? Okay, so digital fatigue or digital exhaustion that we call so. Yeah. See, initial days, it used to be a digital transformation, slowly, slowly of fatigue. Now it has been reached a state of saturation. Yeah. So even if you are not fatigued, you do not prefer doing so. Somewhere our organization worked from home, it created rosters, but it found out ways slowly and steadily to bring the employees safely back to the office. So at present, almost all of our, all of our employees work from office okay. in a very safe manner, which defined protocols there to ensure safety, even when you are having lunch in the common area. So these are some policies or protocols that are in place. Now regarding the skepticism that people have that the performance actually dips when you are working from home, which is, I believe it is a sort of a myth. The biggest problem that what I assume used to happen because most of the part in COVID I was in my college in my second year, but what I presume would have been the work timing differences. A manager who prefers start early, versus the employee who prefers ending late. So this this was the paradigm shift and there was a communication gap or a lag and the expectation mismatch as a result of this. Because for me, EOD might mean 11 p.m. But for my manager, EOD might mean 6 p.m. So this is where there were skepticisms and things in place. But I don't think so. It is much of a relevant issue in our organization since we were pretty fast in coming back to normal. Though there were many things like the learning policy. So we introduced the learning academy, which was completely online. So from a mostly offline sort of a training setup, we moved to an artificial intelligence based tool. So again, there also the chain management used to play a part, hyping up the tool a bit, banners and posters of the tool whenever you go to the cafeterias or even rewards for people who are the early adopters. So any change. So this is also one sort of a change. So that will need some steps in change management and through rewards, through excitement, these all things are things that can be tackled. And one very important thing is sometimes it is for the well-being of everyone around that you might need to work from home. So me going to office with a fever or heavy cough might not be good for the people around. So this is where we need to draw lines. Yeah. So that's how we deal with unprecedented situations like COVID and now most of us have learned to come out of it. Now, Yes, the biggest irony to say so is I'm working on a digital transformation project. So just when you are saying that it has reached a stage of digital exhaustion, I'm reaching a state of digital acceleration. But I'm actually accelerating on the digital front at DS Group. So again, a fun situation where companies at various stages were and how they are coping with it. So we saw it as an opportunity to digitalize everything that we have. So, but those who are already that advanced, probably they face the saturation or fatigue more than what we faced. Yep, yep, very true. So now talking about that, you're already working on a digital, you know, acceleration program. So how do you think that we can align it with HR as an industry? Like how do you, how according to you, the future of HR looks like, you know, with technology coming in, we have people analytics, we have data analytics in HR as well today. So how do you think that the industry, like what are the major focus or touch points for the industry in the coming future? See, it is always the impact versus investment. 
there are trends that gamification is the new thing using ar vr but as an hr professional of your organization you first need to work on what is actually feasible or what is actually good for your company something that might sound good or because a google or a microsoft was able to do that successfully does not mean that we are capable enough to do that so it is always measured as an impact versus an investment what you are investing and what might be the potential impact so any digital transformation for that matter should be measured on a matrix of an impact versus investment so when we also chose our project we considered many things that might go you need to first tackle points that are actually your pain points not something that you feel are your pain points and you are trying to cure it maybe sometimes even those are not pain points it is a perception that it were your pain points so that is how we calculated we identified activities that actually consumed a lot of time and effort of our hr employees or teammates and then targeted the activities that would reduce that significantly or produce more accurate results rather than targeting things that were actually been done just tweaked it a bit and made it something else so that was the second priority our first priority was to pick up the chunk that actually consumed time and effort and the main idea was to get them rid of that redundant job so they can be utilized in a much better way something like a resume so a recruiter going to 50 resumes so this can be automated where the system can give you the top 30 resumes out of the 50 based on your keyword but interviewing the candidate is something that requires a certain sort of a skill it is an art so that the recruiter can focus on maybe learn new techniques through learning how a behavioral interview can be taken what are the questions what are the probing questions that might be asked sometimes a brief comes from the client that we require an employee who is passionate now no resume says that i am passionate and even if it does it does not guarantee that it says it, that is the person is passionate so this is where the skill or the human part of human resource comes into play so digital transformation can take care of all those monotonous work where a human was used which now can be done by a machine but every connection where there is a human intervention needed i am a firm believer that a human should be there even though research or test might have proven that artificial intelligence or chatbots etc etc can do wonders but sitting over a cup of coffee with a employee who is sharing your grievance does wonders more than the chatbot that is my personal opinion and probably stands true yeah i think most most people believe the same that oh, there is no alternative to a human interaction or a human beings per se like people's manager or something that have always been there and they are always going to be there no matter what wherever yeah so one of the best examples is this podcast itself yeah so i could have got to meet a new person yeah probably at the end of a podcast i won't even get to do a handshake yeah so now that takes the affinity from you so yeah. just after switching off from the camera i'll be in my own world you will be in on, on your own world yeah but just for that brief moment if we can be into the world of each other it makes it much better yeah very rightly said i mean everything comes with its own pros and cons and i think there is a cost for everything if we have to put it in words so that almost brings us to the end of our podcast but before we go if you could just define your journey with you know so far in the hr industry like in one word like beat anything just if you have to put it in one word what would that word be so probably i'll say that it has been amazing awesome these are very very simple words to define that yeah. i'm probably thinking of some word that might encapsulate the entire feeling that i have 
mesmerizing spell binding something on those lines see spell binding is something that i'll probably use as the word over here because uh, you know a spell when you are bound by a spell you enter into something that you didn't believe was true yeah so this journey that i am actually into so probably i hadn't imagined at this stage in my career probably somewhere down the line becoming a chro or a top management guy i probably would have imagined that ha aise din aayenge probably even this podcast so coming at this stage in life pretty early in my hr career getting to interact with people people getting to know me visiting campuses so it is like a spell that is too good to be true but it has been cast so i can to is it's spell binding i also i can say something that is heartwarming the main reason being that hr is a key component of that heartwarming part so yeah it makes me feel good or satisfied at the end of the day yeah you can keep spell bounding and heartwarming with h n r capital okay so spell bounding and heartwarming are the words for hr by jay vachradani thank you jay for joining us and giving us time out of your busy schedule and i hope we get to go cross our paths again very very soon so thank you absolutely it was a pleasure interacting even this is something i like to do never have got a platform and opportunity so would like to thank you more because you provided me with such a platform where i can be candid theoretical things and books are something that people usually discuss yeah that's what we are here for and we are glad to have you thank you thank you so much have a great night you too thank you